Hey, hey, what's up, everybody? It's your girl, No Mercy, here. Um, it is Tuesday night, so you already know what time it is. It's time for No Punches Pulled with No Mercy. Um, just to let everybody know, today um, is a pre-recorded show, so we are not actually live, but please still feel free to leave comments. I will um, answer those, and so will my guest. I'll make sure that I get the answers for you guys. So still feel free to comment, and uh, we'll definitely get those answered for you. Um, for those of you that know me already, awesome. Welcome back. For those of you who may not know, my name is Brooke Millbrook. I am formerly known in the fight business as Brooke No Mercy Deerdorf. I am a retired professional boxer. I held the WBC lightweight title until I retired and was inducted into the International Women's Boxing Hall of Fame in 2022. I personally have been through some good, some bad, and of course, a lot of BS in the sport of women's boxing. Welcome to my platform. This is where we talk the talk and walk the walk. We're going to bring out the truth in women's boxing. You're going to hear from pioneers of the sport, past boxers, current boxers, even future boxers. We will be getting down and dirty and speaking the truth of what takes place in women's boxing behind the scenes. You definitely don't want to miss a single show, so please make sure you like, subscribe, and share the episodes so we can get some more people in here every Tuesday night, y'all. On today's show, though, we have a very, very, very special guest in the house. We have an amazing pioneer of the sport, the one and only Marion Lady Tiger Trimiar. Uh, she was the first female to receive a boxing license in New York, and she won the Women's World Lightweight title in San Antonio, Texas um, in March of 1979. In, 18, in 1987, she went on a hunger strike, y'all for a whole month to advocate for better pay and better conditions for the professional female boxers. Please help me welcome in Marion to the show. Marion, thank you so, so much for joining me today. It's such an honor to have you on my show. How are you doing? Okay, thank you so much for the lovely introduction. Very kind. Of course, of course. I mean, you're an icon, you're a pioneer, you're a trailblazer. The list goes on and on. Um, one of the very first uh, to get us going in this sport. So um, it's it's definitely a pleasure to have you here. It's it's such an honor to be speaking with you today. I'm so excited to tell the world your story. Oh, thank you so much. Yes. Um, so to start things off, can you just tell us a little bit about your childhood? Um, and how you became interested in the sport of boxing at such a young age? Okay, I, I remember watching uh, Muhammad Ali uh, box on television with, with my father. And, uh, okay. and he, oh my goodness, he, you know, he would show me a few pointers and, and uh, he got, he, that's how I really first got interested by just watching Muhammad Ali and the different fighters on television you know they don't have that anymore the they uh the, the television nbc abc cbs and all the ch espn all the channels that used to have boxing no longer you know, you know they don't have it anymore no they don't no but it, that's how that's that's how i first got started and interested was with my father watching it on television 
Okay, awesome. Yeah, no HBO, no, no, none of that anymore. It's just no. basically all streamed nowadays, but it, it is what it is. But hey, I mean, I guess we can still watch it, just not the same as we used to. Yeah. Um, so I know at the tender age of just 10 is when you started going to the local boxing gym to watch people spar and, and continue to watch boxing on TV. Um, not too long after that, though, you did tell everyone at the gym that you wanted to become a boxer. And when you expressed this dream to people, they just seemed to laugh at you. Um, can you tell us a little bit about that experience and how you felt about, you know, them laughing and what they were saying? Yeah. It was, I was around say, maybe 12 and 13 when I started going to the gyms. And uh, I would, uh, in the, it, I was rejected. They, they thought it was, they thought it was, I was joking, wasn't serious about uh, uh, boxing and wanting to box. Mm -hmm. they, they, uh, they took it lightly with jokes and laughter and things like that. And uh, and when I did, when I finally found the gym, you know, my initiation was a butt kicking, you know. I would go home with uh, a black eye, bloody lip, you know, and bloody nose. And, and my family was, you know, is this something you want to do? You know, they, 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 they weren't so about it at that time. Right. Yeah. Yeah, you, I mean, you definitely have to dig deep and really think about if this is truly something you want to do, especially as a woman in the sport. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's definitely getting a little easier for women nowadays, but even back in my day, they weren't real acceptive of females. Um, I, I know you, like you just said, I know your first sparring match, they kind of put you in there with the guys and they just tried to beat you so bad that you wouldn't return because they exactly. didn't want you there. Exactly. Um, and when they said I returned... Then they said, "What? He's serious. You know, I'm gonna work with her. I'm gonna train her, and you know, and 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 that's how they started taking me seriously when I when I returned. Um, yes. Yeah. So that that was, uh, you know, one of the uh, things. You know, one of the bad things about the gym. I'm skipping because it, you know I was gonna tell you about a lot of the bad things that go on. Yeah. I'm gonna skip." And tell you about you know when I went to the gym, uh, uh, there was no bathrooms for women, so I would have to use the men's bathroom, and they put a peephole in it and would watch me, you know, as I used the bathroom, and you know, if I had my period, and they saw every everything. Yeah, that's just that's oh. just sad. Yes, and my feelings were so, so, so hurt. Yeah. I had to plug up the hole with tissue and different things every time I went to the you know. Yeah, just total disrespect and disregard. Exactly. Um, for your privacy at that point. Exactly. Um, and yeah, I know um, the first gym that I went to, Windy, Windy City Gym, um, in Chicago, the original Windy City Gym. I mean, and I'm sure the gym was the same for you. I mean, they were the hardcore, old school, nasty. They smelled. I mean, you could smell the gym. I mean, it was just like rugged, like run down, old school, like 
and it was just like you wouldn't even know it was a gym type what? of place um they don't make them like that anymore i haven't been in a gym like that in t probably since windy city gym to be honest and that was like 20 years ago Whoa. so um but yeah i mean they were already just kind of nasty and disgusting and you know the it just wasn't real clean as it is mm -hmm. and then i can just imagine ugh, the the disgustingness of having them one having to share a bathroom with them with the guys and then them just just having no respect whatsoever as far as your privacy well how did you get into bed well we we actually did have two separate bathrooms oh. um then so I mean, they weren't fancy by any means, but there was two separate rooms that we were able to use. Um, one was kind of like in the back area. So they would let us use that one. And then there was like the main bathroom. I think it was probably technically like the coach's bathroom, but he, you know, that's where we would go. Um, and yeah, then I just did all my showering and everything at home. I didn't do any of that stuff at the gym. Right. Um, but yeah um yeah just total disrespect there but you you did keep your composer composure you kept coming back um you kept showing you know that you deserved to be there that you wanted to be there um and you started to gain a little bit of their respect which i'm sure felt a little bit rewarding um yeah. and finally them taking you seriously and actually being being treated like a fighter right yeah yeah, yeah. um and I know you continue to do your thing there. Um, at the age of 18, you started training seriously after graduating high school. Um, and I know you did a lot of exhibition fights um, before you were able to receive a professional boxing license as a female at the time, most of them being against the men, uh, from what I believe. Um, is that accurate? And how was it fighting exhibitions against the men? Right. But I, I want to make clear that I, I don't believe in the actual between men and women. I never, never, I uh, condone that. But exhibitions, that's a different thing. We're, we're not a judge. We're, we're not, uh, you, know, the, not, you know, nothing like the actual, other than we're in there, you know, uh, sparring. And uh, I did it with Vito Antifermo uh, uh, in Little Italy. And that was, I think, uh, one of my first experiences. And uh, he was, oh, he, he was uh, very nice and uh, very helpful and worked with me really good. And then I also did with a, a guy on a, on a few occasions with a guy by the name of Dean Bent. Dean Bent. And he, he was an amateur fighter. And... Uh, the, the people there, they, they always matched us together. I, I, I thought that we worked good together. So that, that way people could actually see, you know, uh, a woman in the ring, you know. Mm -hmm. And that was interesting for a lot of people that never heard or seen anything like that ever. Right. Yeah, yeah. totally different. Totally different. Um, yeah, exhibitions are definitely different than an actual sanctioned body fight. Um, more so just similar to like hard sparring. I, I mean, like a sparring match, but going a little bit harder, I would assume. Yeah. And you might have that. I'm not sure. The people really enjoyed it. Oh, uh, yeah. 
and you know it's it's definitely different and i mean you gotta you had to do what you had to do back then if you wanted to do something i mean you couldn't fight legally so mm -hmm. I mean, that way you were getting you're getting practice you're getting better you're getting some experience yes um, did you um were you able to do any amateur fights prior to doing any of that or did they have amateurs even no no bro they, they uh no no they uh, sanction or uh, women one time uh uh killer we call her killer diane uh killer diane and i uh, were some were on an amateur um card uh in harlem and uh they waited until midnight to put us on oh wow and uh you know a lot of people were tired or uh, oh and an, another thing Brooke, some guy yelled out oh these women they should be killed they should be shot you know and then my father took offense to it and uh, they almost got into a fist fight it was a year to come up and, and you know because you know they're talking about killing people yeah you know because uh they, they chose a sport you know yeah. Yeah, it, 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 that was a, that was one of uh, my worst experiences, and that that was with uh, uh, Killer Diane. So anyway, we did put on an exhibition. Uh, I, I guess it's called an exhibition because we weren't sanctioned right. by uh, the amateur uh, AAU or uh, anything. So, um, but people enjoyed it. You know, we put on a good match, and um, yeah, it went over well. Good, good. Um, I know, I mean, I'm so excited. Um, I was so excited to talk about this next part um, just because simply you were seriously like the first woman to apply for your boxing license in the state of New York in 1978. Um, and after a long lawsuit, you were the first woman to receive your professional boxing license along with um, Jackie Tanawanda and Kathy Davis. How important was it to you and how rewarding did it feel to be the very first woman to receive your professional boxing license in New York? Well, uh, Brooke, I, I applied for a boxing license about four years earlier, you know, in 19, uh, 1974. Okay. And, uh, and was rejected. You know, they, 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 uh, well, men aren't allowed to fight when I said, I, I'm not interested in fighting men you right. know they, they were giving me all kind oh you know that your face could get messed up you know uh, you know all these sexist things you know if you get in your a hit in your stomach you won't be able to have kids you know and go on and on about some of the stuff that that, that i been told to discourage me you know and uh and uh so finally uh uh, years later, uh, it was Cat Davis, Jackie Tonkin, and my, and we. Uh, now they had an opportunity, Brooke, to to give each one of us our license, making us all three the first to receive our license. They could have easily done that. It was uh, commissioners there and different staff members. They could have they could have handed us our license all three at the same time right but 
they chose to to give it to Cat Davis, making her the first to be licensed, although she was the last to apply. Right. She was the last to apply, and and the and the first to receive. Uh, 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 I I I didn't wait one second to to play that would happen. You know, immediately I was on. It. I said, "Hey, you know, this is not right," and blah blah blah. You know. Yeah, you know, and on and on, and uh, oh man, that 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 was, that was not a good experience. I tell you that now. That that was one that I'll ne I'll never forget. Yeah, I mean, they definitely have it down. I mean, I know the truth, and you know the truth, and I'm pretty sure the whole world probably knows the truth. But that Cat Davis is pegged as the first female to receive her license in New York, New York, but it was actually you they just happened to hand her hers first whether it was intentional or unintentional um i do believe the whole world knows though that you were the very first one to apply you were the, you were the first one to get their license um they came in after the fact and just happened to be there at the same time right and, and you know what it was intentional yeah. you know they knew after that this show and that show and this program and that program would have had Davis as a guest. Yeah. You know, so that that was definitely and they 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 at that time that they uh, preferred the, the blonde hair blue eyed person as uh, opposed to uh, a black person. Right. Right. Yeah. Which um is it's just a shame. It's just a shame. Um I don't see color of skin. I see um people and individuals um and that's just how it should be. Right. Um, I know things were a lot different back then than they are today, but I mean, everybody, we still struggle with that today. It's right, uh, Brooke. Yeah. It's right. I'm, I'm seeing a whole lot of stuff, you know, I don't want to get into that now, because that'll take all your show. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. No, I mean, it totally is. It's such a shame. Um, but I know the truth. You know the truth. Um, mm -hmm. The important people in the boxing world and everybody out there really knows the truth that you tech, you were the very first one to get your license. Um, everybody knows that. Um, she just rode off of that, wrote off your, your tail, um, just kind of like trickled in there, but we all know, you know, you were the first one. So, um, and we'll make that known here. And this is, um, this is a worldwide podcast. So, um, everybody knows that Miriam was the very first one to get her license in the state of New York. Um, uh, not cat. So, um, also though, just one year later in 1979, you won the women's world lightweight title against Sue Carlson in San Antonio, Texas. Yeah. Uh, how did it feel to win a world title? Okay. Let me tell you a story, uh, Brooke. Um, okay. I, I was standing next to what I thought was a man and uh, I was telling him, about uh, 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 I said, oh, I'm gonna fight this girl named Sue and blah blah blah, and and that was it was Sue that I was talking to. Oh no! <laughs> yes, I can tell you, I have fought, I have fought a few that I did not, I thought were guys. Yeah, I saw them coming out or at the way in, so I can understand that. But did you ever uh, talk to them thinking no. that? You never did that. No, I never got to talk to him beforehand. But I mean, when I saw him walking around, I just assumed they were guys until it was time for like the weigh-in and stuff. And I was like, what? that's who I'm fighting. Oh, but, but 
hook. I'm glad I didn't tell her any secrets. I'm gonna give her a hook. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm glad I do that because she, I was talking to her, you know. But anyway, she was a nice girl, you know. She, you know, and uh, I, I felt really, really happy, you know, to uh, to get that license. Uh, I mean, the, to get the uh, trophy. A bit, you know what? They were giving out trophies instead of belts. Oh, really? Yeah, I didn't. I, I didn't get a belt. I never what? Belt until recently. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I that's didn't. Crazy. I had a trophy, and and trophies are you know really not. They 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 end up uh, uh, some sometimes they get rusted. Yeah. Yeah, they break down, and uh, I, I gave it to um, a guy here in New York City. To he said, uh, you know, with all the traveling, it had it broke down. So he said, oh, I could fix it. And then he ended up losing it, the whole thing. Oh, no. All I have to is pictures. I got a lot of pictures. That's all I have. Pictures of the trophy. Well, I'm so glad you actually have pictures. You would be surprised how many people that I have interviewed or talked to that don't have pictures or videos at all. Like, none. Uh, yeah. And I'm like, then how do you... I mean, I always tried to video because you know, our fights weren't aired usually. So, I mean, it wasn't like you'd get your hands on tapes. Yes. But I always tried to have somebody record it. So that way I like later for my kids, grandkids, like, you know, that people can look and see history. Um, so I'm so happy you have at least some photos, but that's terrible. Yeah, but I really wish I had someone at that time to, to me, my best fight was at the Olympic Auditorium. That's where all oh my goodness, my you know, the the people threw money in the ring. They stood up. We got standing ovations. You know, I oh Brooke, you just don't know how I wish that that you know. And we tried to get tapes. Yeah. My friend, my friend Chris and 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 uh, Georgina and different other people that I know uh, uh, tried to 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 get copies and and. To no avail, you know. No. Yeah, that's a shame. That's a shame. But that was smart of you, you know. Yeah, well, I mean, and there's seriously so many that I talk to, and they're like, I don't have any video footage except for like what's on YouTube or whatever. And I'm just like, I didn't ever like till just recently post any of my fights on the internet because I didn't want people studying me. Like, well, you can't get you can get your own footage if you can get it. I'm not gonna give it to you. Mm -hmm. um, but recently I posted some of my fights, but yeah, I just, it, I, in my mind, I'm just like, we have to capture these moments so that we have it. Yes. And now a lot of my fights are on like old school VHS tapes or yes. uh, like the old camcorders, like with the yes. little tapes. My so I need to get it all converted, but at least it's, I still have it. I just need yes. to get it converted to today's technology, but um you know, at least I have something that I can pass on. Yes, that's wonderful. Yeah. Um, so next, the next big step that you took, um, that I mean, I, there may be other steps in between, but that I know of was in 1987, you went on a well-known publicized hunger strike for a month to advocate for better money and conditions for all the professional female boxers. You did direct the hunger strike, though, towards Don King, who was managing Christy Martin and some other female fighters at the time. 
Can you tell us a little bit about what made you decide to do the hunger strike and why um, and why towards Don and, you know, just the background of that story? Yeah. Uh, the, uh, there's one of is of my father, my father was uh, uh, in front of Don King's uh, place and, um, you know, the, the weather was cold. My mother was there also, but my father was a ticket sign on. And some other women too, some other people that were supporting me. You know, uh, I did uh, um, approach Don King. I, I lived in Harlem and, and we went to, uh, he was a big promoter, uh, you know, uh, uh, at that time. And uh, so th that's where we went. We went to his office, you know, we picked it outside his place. We said that we want uh, uh, bigger presses. Uh, we want, uh, you know, more rounds, more fights. We want a we want promotion, period. We want promotion. Right. Uh, so um, so th th that's uh, one of the reasons that I went on the hunger strike. And I went on the hunger strike in Las Vegas. Uh, um, and uh, I'm going to tell you a quick story. I'm not going to give you the name of the the girl, but it 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 hurt me so bad. It hurt. Me. Okay, I I I I paid for everybody to that went to Vegas. We we had uh, uh, the the poster signs, Magic Market, everything to to make signs. You know, uh, signs where we were against uh, uh, Sugar Ray Leonard uh, that was fighting. That wasn't the the, the purpose. People saw it. We said, "Beep!" If you think women should uh, box, and it was because we were right near the street, right near where the street, and so the, the people saw the, uh, the the, and they started beeping, beep, beep, beep. You know, beep if if you think women should. Box. They beep, 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 and that that was a, a plus. But getting back to the, the uh, I, I wanted to give you some background about how you know. It, Took a lot just to get everything organized for for the picketing. Yeah, you know, it, it wasn't easy. You had to you had to have permission, special permission. A lot of things that I didn't know that I had to go through. I had about two car loads of people and, and and with the picket signs and everything. So uh, uh, I won't name the two people, but two people that went. Do you know that they went to party? They didn't go there to, to, to help me with the, the picketing or, or anything. They were dressed to the T and, and went there with high heel shoes and ready to dance party. I said, what the hell is this? Right. Oh, my goodness. Oh, man. I, 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 you know, and to, even till today, I can't get over it. You know, that's it put a bad taste in my mouth, you know. Yeah, that's crazy. Like, why would you say you're going to come and help? And then you, you go exactly. just so that you can go out and, and party in Vegas. Yeah, at, at my expense, too. Right. You know, and everybody else was there, you know, uh, signs and, you know. So anyway, I just yeah. want to get that uh, experience. But I, I was on the hunger strike for 30 days. And uh, it, it, it was it was a, it was not only me, it was... Um, two other women, Joanne Metallo and oh my goodness, she's gonna be mad because I didn't I 
I have a mental blank right now of uh, the other person, but it was three of us. And, uh, and uh, but they didn't stay on for no more than maybe a couple of days. You know? okay. but, but that was okay. They, they still, you know, I have them on the flyer. Um, and we, we had some mailboxes that, you know, supported my cause, you know, um, like Mike Tyson and yeah, know, others. Uh, oh boy. Um, yeah, I was trying for bigger purses, more rounds, more fights, promotion. Um, uh, and Don King, uh, uh, when we uh, approached Don King, Don King didn't have, but at that time, Brooke, he was, he he wasn't he wasn't promoting any boxes. Okay. He wasn't promoting not near one boxer. And uh, after I spoke to him during my hunger strike, and he said that he's going to use winning boxes, that is what got me off the hunger strike. And he kept his word. The first one he used was Christy Martin. That's the one he used. So I think that she should credit me for uh, uh, helping her to get that, those those the fights had with Don King. It was the hunger strike that did it. it right. Was the, it did it. And but she but you know uh, she she never mentions anything. Mentions uh, the 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 boxes that came before her like uh barbara buttrick and different other women uh and and as i said i i, I know that don king would attest to this that i you know that it was the pressure that i put on him you know and i i told him that he used he used uh Koatsi or whatever his name is the south african you know he he uh he, he, I said, if he could use them, I said, why can't he help a black African? Right. Female. You know, so all of these things, a lot of this was on the, the flyers. I have it on paper. I have it in uh, all kind of stuff, you know. Yeah. Yeah so. yeah. so, I mean, the hunger strike, the outcome was that he did start promoting females, but he yeah. didn't even consider promoting you at that point. Right. That's... <laughs> That's a disappointment, you know. But you know what? I, I took it like this at that time. I was glad that women were being promoted on national television, you know, where everybody could see them. Right. And, uh, uh, I, I know that I, it wasn't me, you know, but I'm the one that let it happen, you know. Right, which yeah. is a shame that you weren't included in that. Yes, it is because you went through so much stuff and just to get it there um, and, and be heard for all women. So yeah, that's very disappointing to me that you weren't um, included in that group of girls. Right. Yes. Definitely a shame. Um, because all your hard work and, you know, you went through the hunger strike, you stood out there and picketed, you were the one that did all of this stuff, which worked um, because, he did start promoting females, yeah. Um, but it's just I, I don't quite understand why he wouldn't have included you in that um, group of people that he promoted. Do you know that it would be wonderful if we could 
talk and ask him these questions. Yeah. You know, that's, that's the whole thing. You know, I would love to do that. You yeah, know? I would love to know that answer too. Yeah. So if anybody has an opportunity or know a way that we could get in contact with him, you know, uh, I know Christy Martin is working with him, but must be another way that I could get in contact with him. Uh, I, I yeah, that. that's a good question. I can I can try to find out if there's a way to reach him. Yeah, thank you. I will definitely try to find out. Yeah, um, we, there's a lot of questions, you know. You know, we were picking his his place and making calls, and, and finally, you know, okay, got the okay, and you know, and then he used Christy, you know. But you know, I'm happy that someone was used. You know, if he had said, if he had said, well, I'm not gonna ever use women boxes, and and I didn't, I wouldn't have known where to go from there. I, might, I don't even know if I'd be here now. I don't know. Right. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. That's a tough, that's a tough, tough spot to be in right there. Um, but it did, I mean, it worked. Um, and you got, you got women's boxing out there. You got women's boxing herd. Um, you just didn't get to reap the benefits of it, unfortunately, but it did, um, start us on the right path to starting to get to where we are today. Yes. Um, I, know that um when i was inducted in the hall of fame when i got that phone call that was literally the most special phone call i think i've ever had mm -hmm. uh, especially boxing related but in 2016 you were inducted into the international women's boxing hall of fame can you tell us a little bit about the call you got from sue fox and how it felt to be inducted into the hall of fame yes yeah, oh my goodness she's you know i i really admire her she's doing so much you know for women's boxing with the uh uh i band i don't know if i'm pronouncing it right band. yeah the you know all the things that she's doing to to so people could you know, know that we exist and that we still exist and and then she has the the you know she's honoring the women that uh that participated and that's a good thing Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I was really shocked and, and surprised and honored, and, you know, that, that she would have me, you know, uh, 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 in the Hall of Fame, in the Women's Boxing Hall of Fame. Uh, I'm, I'm grateful, you know. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, but absolutely. I couldn't travel. That's, that's the whole thing. She wanted me to to actually come yeah. the, the traveling would be hard. You know, I'm in a wheelchair. A lot of people don't know, you know, but I'm, I'm, you know, in a wheelchair. So, um, that, that it, it, traveling would, would have been a uh, pretty difficult at that time. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. It's not easy. It's definitely not easy getting around. Um, especially if you had to fly or something yeah. like that, it just, it's possible. Just a little difficult. Yes, yes. Um, you were also, though, in 2021 inducted into the International Boxing Hall of Fame. Um, can you tell us a little bit about that experience? Because that's, I think, I can't remember. Was that the first year that women were inducted? No, that wasn't. They, they were inducted uh, even before that. 
Okay. And, and uh, it was by this man by the name of Ed Brophy. Now, the thing is, when he called me, and uh, I didn't understand exactly what the whole thing was all about. I thought Ed Brophy was, and I, I, I thought I misunderstood his name, Brophy, and I thought he was giving me a trophy. <laughs> and I said, oh, I'm going to get a trophy for boxing. He said, no, my name is Brophy, and I want to enter, you know, I want you to the Internet Boxing Hall. I said, oh, well, you know, that was a whole big so um yeah that and that's how that all took place and and uh I was really uh, happy to be invited I've never you know let me tell you something I I had after after boxing I, I was out for about over 30 years I didn't do any boxing I didn't watch it I didn't, I had nothing to do with it until, you know, the international boxing team and this lady that's, these people that are doing a, a, a documentary and then then uh, uh, this other, the Interna International Boxing Hall of Fame, all of these things came like kind of recent. Right. And and, and I'm going to be honest, I don't know, uh, because, because I've been isolated from I didn't know a lot of the women that are boxing currently. I, I was away from it. Right. I, I didn't know about uh, this thing called streaming and streaming. Yeah. Or, or, or I didn't even know about Facebook. My home attendant had to get me. You know, I, I'm old school. Yeah. You know, and I, I'm not uh, all these other things. That, you know, I'm not. I'm not into all this. Dreaming and even the podcast, you know, I'm learning about that and how to handle, you know, handle that. It, it, all of this is new and, and sometimes pretty difficult. Yes, it can, definitely can be. And it can definitely be overwhelming. It's just a yeah. lot of information. Yeah, it yeah. is. I mean, I struggle with it and with a lot of the stuff, the technology stuff and all of that. I mean, I'm pretty basic. I don't do a whole lot of extra stuff. Um, I mean, my kids can run the stuff better than me. So I just, I mean, I, and you're more old school than me, but I'm still old school too. Um, so yeah, they always laugh. My kids get it. They think it's hilarious when I have to ask them for help with something because I don't know how to do it. Oh, wow. Um, but, but, you know, you're something else too, because you, you're bringing uh, to light all the, 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 the women in, in boxing with your podcast and, and you know all the that you're doing so you know you're to be honored too oh i appreciate that that means a lot yes um i just want everyone's stories to be heard and i want um the current and future generations to be able to know the history um in women's boxing um it wasn't done overnight it wasn't done because of the olympics it wasn't the current fighters of today that got it to where it is and i just feel like um People need to know, and you can learn so much from every single person's story. Right. Um, there's just so much to learn and so much history there. Um, so that's kind of the reason behind the podcast and just for people to really understand women's boxing um, and everything that we've all, each one of us, each separate generation up till now has had to go through um, to get it there. 
because it, it certainly was not an overnight job. Um, that's for sure. And it took lots and lots of generations um, to get it even where we are today. And it's still not even all the way there yet. We're just, we're building. Um, I know um, we kind of talked about this a little bit before, and but that's why. And all of us females have been through um, a lot of things that are unfair and a lot of extreme like BS situations behind the scenes that no one knows about. Um, you've talked about a few of them already. Um, is there any other stories that you would like to share with some stuff that you had to go through in your career? Oh yeah, there was so many uh, un unfair things in, in, in boxing. What one was uh, I had already told you about was the uh, the bathrooms. You yeah. Know. But you know what? B believe it or not, that's that was a a big thing. When I see the the women, they have a a beautiful bathroom for the women, and it, it's like uh, it's like. I, I just can't believe, you know, believe what I'm seeing now, you know, it, it, to me, it, it, see, to somebody else, it might be small, it's a bathroom, you know, big thing that, that was a big thing to me. Uh, another thing, uh, male, some, some of the male boxers wanted women uh, to prove that they were not gay, you know, uh, be, uh, because it's, they call this the manly art of self-defense so they they wanted women to prove that they're not gay by having sex with them do you know some women went for it some of the women boxers they oh, had, wow. yeah they had sex with some of the the, the male boxers to prove that they're not gay that is crazy yeah but it, 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 a lot things like that was happening then uh, so it was it was sexism racism you know and the breast protectors oh my god that's a whole nother story in itself they would give us these to put on our breasts and if you were accidentally hit on your breast it would hurt worse than if you didn't have anything at all yeah you know so uh, I would go without a breast protector they would say uh, uh uh lady tiger do you have on your breast protector i say yeah and then they the guy would feel it to see if i had it on the, yeah. the, the, the on my breast you know but he didn't say anything he didn't feel any protection but he didn't say anything so anyway uh th that 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 was uh uh you know one of them and the other thing is uh the, the work that was uh, uh, done to try to promote women's body, I, I would uh, uh, try, we needed sponsors. You know, I had to work uh, a full-time, just to pay my rent and for food and, and all. I had to, uh, uh, you know, all I needed was a sponsor. I tried to get sponsors to, to because men had sponsors. Yeah, they do. Yeah. So I said, well, maybe I could do the same. And I asked around. I even went to celebrities and asked them. And uh, they, they let me know that they, they weren't doing as good as people thought they were doing. And as a matter of fact, people thought I had money and was asking me, writing me letters asking for money. 
Wow. You know, and I and and, and I'm uh, and I'm receiving food stamps. Right. You know, where would they make any money? Oh uh, yeah, I, I, I'm barely living. You know, and then I'm writing letters. The letter I had this lady help me. I was writing letters and and, and going to commission meetings, the state athletic commission meetings, and telling them, hey, we need more rounds we need this we need more better better pay and all this and this and that you know in addition to my job i was doing all of that and then trying to go to the gym and train right it was it was it was it was murder yeah you know wow yeah even in my time i had to work a full-time job be a mother and then train part-time that's right being a mother that's right yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, you, uh, yeah. There was no full time full time boxing even in my day. Right, right. <laughs> um, so I've always said we work way harder than the men do because we have to do it all. Exactly, exactly. And then uh, uh, one of the ladies I I, I don't ha I have her name before me right now, but um, she had her uh, period, and she she mentioned. <laughs> I was so happy that she mentioned because one of the things they were saying that you know you you can't you you know you can't fight if you have your period and all and she said I have my period and, and she won the fight yeah you know? so you could do that you 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 can you can have that time of the month that never bothered me that time of the month never bothered me no it, you know so um, no I mean the only thing is sometimes they make it hard to like make weight and you'd be uncomfortable but it doesn't stop you from existing and. <laughs> doing things well the only thing i had i had a, a little but one time i was working out sweating and then the, the 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 blood came all the way through my clothes my robe and everything and and then all the men and everybody could see you know you know that i had blood you know so that 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 was a little, a little i guess an embarrassing yeah yeah so, yeah that's, i mean that's a part of womanhood I mean, yeah. everybody knows what it is and everybody knows uh, <laughs> it's something we can't control. I mean, it so, just so it like, told me, he said, uh, hey, Lady Tiger, you know, you got this. And I said, oh, my gosh. I said, I didn't even realize, you know, and so, uh, you know, I left, you know, and, and did what yeah. I had. You just do what you got to do. Yeah. That's all, really all there is to that. Um, so I know with you growing up and watching boxing so much and then being around boxing pretty much since you were a child, um, did you have any of like favorite fighters or people that you, you know, looked up to or really enjoyed? Oh, uh, you know, at the, at the, at I was watching, there were, there were, you know, uh, like before I started boxing, there were no women you know that that i could that i knew about right later on, later on i found out about barbara butcher who was a bantamweight and uh and and, and she also promoted women's boxing mm -hmm. and her and uh a guy by the name of jimmy finn yeah you know, a lot of uh, men that that are, are instrumental in helping you know women's boxing i mean they they really you know, really, really, really helpful. Like Jimmy Finn, and, uh, Christopher Benedict, and, and, and some uh, different other people. Um, 
you know, um, uh, e even um, uh, Mike Tyson and uh, I can't name too too many boxers, but the, the, they 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 were you know supportive in their own way. Right, right, which is awesome, definitely awesome. And uh, uh, the the women that time that I fought, you know, uh, there to be commended too with Jim. When Jim and I, Squeaky Bayardo and uh, Zebra Girl and Princess Red Star, I had a fight with Princess Red Star, Indian, and and it was in the Indian reservation, and uh, I remember fight she gave a, a, a necklace that meant peace or something. She explained everything. I still have it, you know, to today. It, it was a, a you know. It was an Indian uh, type thing. It, it was very, very nice, and they were they, they were friendly. I was very comfortable with with them. Yeah. And then Sue Fox is another another one, and then there's, you know, you know, uh, a, a few more Brit, and uh, a few more you know people at that time. Yeah, absolutely. Um... So I know you said you don't really, you hadn't watched boxing or been involved with boxing for the longest time. Are you watching any of the current fighters today? Or is there any females that are active now that you kind of like or are impressed by? Yeah. Um, uh, there's, um, uh, I've seen Clarissa Shields, um, um, Amanda Serrano, and, uh, Katie Teller, you know, I saw the the fight. We were right in the when we saw the fight. That was, you know, that was the first time I was in the garden, you know, after, you know, I think since Christy Martin. I think I was there with Christy Martin. Then the next time was uh, uh, recently. Okay. Uh, Alyssa... Uh, Bum Gardner, she's the one that fought with her, you know, the period. Yeah, I'm, I'm still learning about more, you know, boxes as uh, female boxes as as time. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, there was so many that came after you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. after your generation, there. I mean, the, going on to like my generation and so on and so on. There's just there's been so many now. Right. Yeah, yeah. it just seems like they're just. They just keep coming out. They just keep coming out of the woodwork, which is good. It's great yeah. that there's so many female now athletes um, yeah. boxing. Yeah. Um, hopefully, it just continues to grow. Yeah. No, I was going to say, I remember Ali, he came to a recreation center. I, I, I used to go to a, a after school recreation center, and he came there to visit. That was a big thing for, for all of us, uh, you know, for all the kids and the youth at that time, you know. And um, yeah, so, but the the thing is, I'm uh, talking about the things that I did to promote women's boxing and, and uh, you know, I was an activist in that. I've always been an activist. You know, I, I, I marched with Reverend Jesse Jackson and and I met uh, Stokely Carmichael, who was a Kwame Tory, he was an activist, Angela Davis, who's a black activist, you know, yeah. so I've always been in that thing, you know, a gung-ho 
people. Like if I see some injustice, you know, uh, you know, and in boxing, it was a lot of it. And yeah, I, I put a lot of my energy into that. You yeah, know? that's why I went as far as the hunger strike. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely um, worked and and put in that work for women's boxing. That's for sure. Mm -hmm. um, definitely were all about it and put everything you had into it. That's for sure. Yes. Um, I do know, um, I was so excited to see all the photos, um, that, that you had sent over. So let's take a little bit of time and go through the photos and you can kind of just tell everybody about the photos and, and your experience, um, and what each one's about. Okay. Uh, all right, Eric, can you start the slideshow please? Okay. Uh, I'm not sure if, no, that's not the one. There's maybe this the next one, but the uh, poster that's an all girl card. Yep. No, that's an all girl card, and um, and and it was a successful fight. It was, but you know, uh, I'm not sure if it was that one or another one. No, it, it, the people only had to pay five dollars. That's it. Five dollars to get it. I could, I when I saw the the I, I didn't even know until I saw the post. Wow. You know, yeah, but maybe you'll see it on the next one. But, uh, but all the girls there, they they were all very good, all very good fighters. Yeah, I had the I got to meet Cora Weber and Dora Weber at the inductions. Right. Um. Yeah, the twin. They're amazing sisters. Yeah. Cora was on this card. <clears throat> um. Yeah, that's phenomenal. But I can't believe it was only five dollars. That's insane. Yes. Um. Eric, then, slide to the next one. <clears throat> oh yeah that's what Carla Lee uh that's when I uh uh, uh Carlotta Lee in uh I think on the same show that we had the poster you know it, the poster that you just showed I think that's, that's the same person yeah and you won I'm obviously yeah <laughs> she said yeah <laughs> yeah no but let me tell you something <coughs> I'm sorry, excuse That's me. That's okay. Uh, what was I going to say? <laughs> um, okay, we're going because that corporate made me lose my point. That's see, okay. I said you won, obviously. Get old, you see? <laughs> That's what happens when you get old. I know. My mind's going already, Todd. Don't worry about it. Um, Eric, what's the next one? That, I, I, wait. No, that's not it. No, no, that's not the five dollar one. But uh, who did I? Who did? Who does it say I fought there? Uh, um, it says Ernestine Jones. Oh, okay, Ernestine Jones. Okay, yeah. So that 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 was a that was a pretty good card. And as I said, all the women on there, Britta's up there too, right? Yeah. Yeah, all the women, uh, you know, they they were pretty 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 good fighters. Yeah, they and but that. <laughs> I can't believe the amount of all women's cards there were then. Yes. You yes. can't even hardly get all women's cards now. Right. Let me tell I you. I fought on one all women's card. One. You, 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 what did you say? I'm sorry. I, I only fought, I only had the pleasure of fighting on an all female card one time. Oh, okay. And how, how, and how was that? How, how did that? <clears throat> It was good. I mean, it was amazing. It's just phenomenal just to be able to see all the other females like on one card. Usually you're the only one. 
Right, right. So to to be a part of, I think there was, God, I want to say like six or eight bouts on the card, but they were all females. Like it was amazing. Like I was so excited to be a part of it. They just don't, you know, they don't have them any hardly ever. No, they don't. Um, yeah, so that's amazing that you were on several back then that they were doing all women's cards. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, what's the next one, Eric? That's the one uh, uh, with, with uh, Sue K.O. Carr, the one that I thought was a guy. Yes, yeah. I can I can see that. Yeah, and uh, and that's the one I think cost five dollars. To if you look, there's a say on the bottom, uh, Brooke. I think five dollars to get in or something like that. Um, it's kind of cut off at the bottom. It might oh. say that, uh, yeah. but I can't see the whole all the way down. It does. Okay. Yes. My Eric says it does. That's the $5 one. Oh my goodness. Isn't that, could you, I, I couldn't believe it. I so, can't. That is so crazy. <laughs> and that wasn't even all female card. No, it wasn't. $5. Wow. Shoot. I'd have been in every card. If it was every fight, if it was $5, <laughs> <laughs> I would have been to all of them. Yeah. Oh, that's so crazy. Um, what's next, Eric? Okay, um, they said that uh, the the marquee that, that, that you see there, they said that, uh, well, women can't get a higher pay unless they are of marquee value. And then after that, I said, look, here we are. Our names are on the marquee. I said, we are marquee of marquee value. Now, what do you have to say? You know, now, now our money should go way up. You know, yeah. So, so you know, so all of that, you know, uh, trying to find excuses not to pay us, you yeah. know. And then, then when we do whatever they say that we need to do, then they still, you know, find ways not to pay us. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you don't mind me asking, and don't feel like you have to answer the question, but I'm just curious, what is the most that you ever made? The most I ever made was one thousand dollars okay so the most i ever made in mine was for my wbc title back there um when i fought mia st john in mexico for the second time i made four thousand dollars wow that even, was my biggest payday wow that's even low you know compared to what i'm gonna make it yes know? yeah that was yeah so um, I guess from your time to my time, I mean, I went up $3,000. I guess that's pretty good in a span of 20, 20, 30 years. But yeah, I was still, um, uh, it was still disappointing. Yeah. I couldn't afford to, to do it like that. So, uh, I had to pay my rent and, yep. and train and do this and do, oh no, I, I just, you know, got to where. It, it was costing me the box. It know. does. It, it yeah. seriously did. I mean, for that fight in Mexico that I made 4000 I had to be there like two weeks out because it was in Mexico and boxing over there is huge. Um, so we had to do like the, the public workout and like multiple, multiple press conferences and then like the pre pre fight way in and then the way in. And it oh. had, so by the time and I worked full time, so I had to take two weeks off work. Wow. So by the time 
I put back the money that I lost by not working and getting there and everything and the money spent there. Yeah, I ended up paying for that fight. But did you fight Mexican? I fought Mia St. John. Yes, she's oh. Mexican. She's lives. She's I think was born and raised in America, but mm -hmm. she is Mexican heritage. So yeah, I fought had fought her once already and won as a replacement fighter, and then she wanted a rematch, but only in Mexico. So that's how it, we ended up going there. But that's where I won the WBC title from her. Oh. Uh, no. So yeah, but yeah, thousand dollars. That's that's nothing. Same thing with my my little petty 4K. But what are you gonna do? Um, it is what it is, but I still got the memories. Yeah. <laughs> um, Eric, what's the next photo? Okay, so here's about your hundred hunger strike. Yeah, that's hunger strike. Del Pettis, that's the lady's name. I couldn't think of it at, at that moment. Remember earlier, I couldn't. Yes, I couldn't remember her name. Joanne Matello, Del Pettis, and and then Mike Tyson was very, you know, positive. You know, so, and then it has a little detail, you know, uh, written down, you know, there. Yeah, all your quotes and all, like, the little info. Yeah. Um, this was basically the flyer that you used? Yes, that is it. I had, oh, my goodness, even uh, recently I had so many uh, left over, you know. Yeah, that's amazing, just simply yeah. amazing. And that's the, the ones that was uh, going out. I uh, I sent it all. I, I sent it to the networks. I said, "Do you know I have four hundred? Uh, and and I can I have pictures of all the of all the the people that I sent it to. You can see it on the floor. Uh, uh, some you know I had it all spread out, envelope from one end of the room to the other. A, a lot of envelopes. You know, it, it was tremendous. It was fortunate that this guy." that had a, a stamp machine let me, you know, use, otherwise I couldn't afford to do it. Right. And different people helped me in different ways. I want to, uh, uh, I know you're going to ask me about anything I have to say, but I'm going to say now that, because I don't want to forget, I would like to thank so many people that helped me years and years ago, uh, uh, you know, letter writing and, and uh, stamps and envelopes and and different other things that they helped me to do. I yeah. want to so great even the picketing, the ones that were out there with me. You know, I would like to thank them. They, you know, for for helping me. And I hope they see it so they 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 know that I'm grateful. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, I've always say there. I don't. There's very, very few things in life that we all do completely alone or solo. Um, there's always somebody in the background that plays a big role in helping um, yes. to accomplish things. So you definitely, I, I'm sure, had a lot of people like you said in the background helping with even the smallest of things yes, that you yes. wouldn't have been able to do without them. Exactly. Absolutely. Um, what do you got next, Eric? Uh oh. My pop, that's my father. Ah, yeah, he uh, he he was uh, out there. It was cold weather too. It looked he, cold. Uh, yes, he you can see he has on a warm coat, and uh, but he was uh, supportive. You know, he knew that I liked boxing, and he was out there. You know, and oh boy, I I I, I really appreciate it. Oh, um. 
uh, um, Brooke, during that time, you know, my mother and father wanted me to stay at their house. But if I stayed there, they oh, look, just eat a little bit of this. Just eat a little bit of that. You yeah. know, I couldn't stay there. I stayed at these, this other people. That's another thing. I wish I could find these people. I know that the mother passed away. It was a mother and two sons. I stayed at their house, you know, because I needed a place. Uh, uh, I was introduced to them from somebody else. You know how you, you know. Yeah. Just, like I was introduced. Do we, Eric, do we lose her? I'm not sure either. It was on my heart. Oh, there she is. I lost your sound for a second. Oh, call me. Can you see? Yeah, I did. Mm -mm. Okay. What do you need? Uh, is the sound, is everything? It's back. You're back now. Okay. Okay. Um, oh boy, don't tell me, what, what was that? Oh. You were talking about um, the people that you stayed with. Uh, yes, uh, yeah, I stayed with this family, it was a mother and two sons, and uh, they were very, very nice to me. They didn't bother me about having any food or anything. If I stayed at my mother's, it would have been, you know, it, it would have her, you know, and, and I, my family. Yeah, so, I have no idea how you went that long without eating. Yeah, you could. You could uh, go. You have water now. You have to have water. You yeah, have I mean, you have to have water to survive. Yeah. And yeah. I know you can go that long, but yes. I don't know how you made how you. And I lost a lot. And then I gained it back after the whole thing was over. Yeah. And like it was like a, a relief, you know, that. You That's know, a lot of self discipline, though. I don't know that I could go that long without eating anything. Yeah, it was it was very 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 very. I I learned from you heard of Dick Gregory? Yes. Okay, there was a Dick Gregory diet. The lady that taught Dick Gregory, I went to I actually went to her, and she's the one that told me how I could survive, you know, long periods of time without eating, you know, and so uh, she passed away. Her name was Barbara. So. I have all of that information somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. I I don't know that I would have the self-restraint to not eat if, when I was so hungry, but I was around I was I was not around that I knew that if they knew I wasn't eating. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um Eric, what's the next photo? Oh, Tyson. Yeah, uh, Mike Tyson was very encouraging. I like to talk to him too and, and get the uh, feel of what he thinks about women today. And, you know, just to talk, chat. I would love to talk to him too because um, as far as my male role models go, um, that's who I, that's who I, I feel like I fought after. I mean, his ah. style was similar to his style. Um, ah. You're not so gonna, I would love to talk to Mike Tyson. You're not going <laughs> to 
Um, yeah, I mean, I did, but my, I was just this, that straightforward, like bulldog style, like just go right at him. Wow. Um, I didn't have probably as good a defense as he did. Cause he, even though he was that style of fighter, his defense was impeccable. Um, but that was just my, my mindset was like similar to, I wanted to be like a Mike Tyson. Right. Right. Or as far as on the guy's side. So, um, I would absolutely love to meet and sit down and talk to Mike Tyson one day. Maybe that'll be possible. Yeah. Um, hopefully one day before I leave this earth, I'll have a chance to meet him. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yeah, that's awesome. That's so awesome though, that he, he was so supportive and helped, um, help you with this. That's just amazing. Um, what else you got, Eric? Okay. Oh, the guy, the right, that's the one with the, the right. that, that was Bert Sugar. He was a writer. Yep. And that's, of course, me in the middle. And the other one is Randy Gordon. Now, Randy, he was the boxing commissioner. And he has a podcast and he has all kind of things. Now, he was very, when I mean very, supportive of women's boxing you know he even had arguments with other commissioners and when they told him no he said yes we are going to use women you know so he was an advocate a supporter and uh, um, it would be nice if he was uh uh in the women's boxing hall of fame for you know for supporting women's boxing yeah, you can. Um, you should nominate him. Okay, I could do that. You can. Uh, uh, outsider. Yeah, anybody can nominate. Um, I know at least for the International Women's Boxing Hall of Fame, um, when it's time for them to do the voting, um, like Sue will put out a thing that you know we're going to start the voting or start the nominations for next year's inductees or whatever. Um, anybody can just send her an email um, nominating someone and why, and then then they'll vote on it and stuff like that to see if if they can get in. You know, but he's still facing prejudice. He has, and uh, I've looked at his. Um, I don't know. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm, I I have looked at it and. Um, uh, People are still, you know, you can still see a little prejudice, you know, in the in some of the men that they just they still just want men. Yeah. And uh, that makes it difficult, a little difficult for people like Randy that want to help women, but they're getting so much bad feedback from other men. Right. You know, so that's you know, prejudice, sexism, and racism. That's this is too terrible, this is a terrible thing. I grew up with all of that, you know. Yeah. All my yeah, life. It's, it's still there. And it's still there. It's, it hasn't gone anywhere. No, 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 it has not. Um, it's, it's definitely sad and it hasn't gone anywhere and I don't think it's going to go anywhere for a long time. I mean, it gets better a little bit, a little bit each time or as time goes on, it gets a little better, but I don't know that it'll ever fully be gone. Yeah. Um, which is yeah, Randy. He's a, a a good person, a good family man, and I'm happy to consider him my friend too. 
Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Um, Eric, what do you got? Oh, Archie Moore, the great Archie Moore. Boy, did he, oh boy, did he teach me a lot. He said, he told me how walking he uh, is very, very important. He, he didn't say jogging, he said walking is very good for the body, it's good for you, you know, and so he did a lot of that. He told me that that's a lot of his, uh, they call them the mongoose, you know. Yeah. Yeah, so the, you know, the snakes, you know, didn't have a chance against him, the mongoose. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And you're, 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 you do got a lot of amazing photos, I have to say. So I'm so glad you have these memories. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Um, Eric, was, Eric, what's next? He, he was, okay. Ooh. Oh, marvelous Marvin Hagler. Two ball heads think alike. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Two ball head things are like, yeah. Um, I mean, how was it being able to meet all these amazing, amazing fighters? Oh, my goodness. It, it was, oh, man. I, I met, uh, I even met Sylvester Stallone and a lot, a lot of, uh, as you said, a lot of famous people. Yeah. So, uh, it, it, they, I, you know, I don't get a chance to do do that. You know, I can't get near them now. At one time, I, I was invited to this. Oh yeah, have dinner here. Have dinner there. Oh, come here, come here. You know, uh, those days. But thinking of uh, bald head, you know, uh, I, I, you know, I had a lot of prejudice with that too. I was called uh, Mount Baldy, uh, Kojak, Mrs. T, Baldy Locks, Chrome Dome, and things, you know, things like that. And then people ask me. Oh, can I rub your head for good luck? Oh, Lord. Yeah. And can I rub your head to see into the future? You know, and, and things like that. I was even asked if I had alopecia. You oh, know. Geez. Bullies. They're uh, just bullies. Yeah. And uh, and I was also asked if I had, if I was bald down there, you know. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Chauvinistic <sighs> pigs. Yes. So I, I went through, you know, I went through uh, all of that. Yeah, just just outright disrespect. That's all there is to it. And it's disgusting. But not only uh, men, it was, women, it was a, a boxer that told people that she lost the fight to me because my shiny boy head blinded her when we fought. <laughs> That's all she could come up with? <laughs> she, said, she said, that's what she said. She said, oh, I couldn't see. Her boy had, you know, uh, you know, blinded me and I couldn't see. That, that was it made it easier. There wasn't a bunch of hair flying around or anything. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, people are so funny. They're yeah. not what they try to be. Um, Eric, what's the next one? Sugar Ray Leonard. Yep. Yeah, you know. I'm not sure how, because I, I, I've seen articles where he was really poor women, you know, but uh, still, you know, we started on a little bit a day, and he came to visit my gym in, uh, in Los Angeles, you know, and um, yeah. 
That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And that you got to work with him. Yes. Yeah. That's so crazy. Did he take it easy on you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Well, you, I mean, you never know. I figured, but <laughs> yeah. I know some guys. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, Eric, what's the next one? Oh, uh, that looked like it's a stone. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He was very nice and um and friendly. Um yeah, I can't say too much because we just, you know, we met and it was it was cordial. Yeah. Yeah. Respect, mutual respect. Exactly. Nice. Um Eric, what's next? Of course. Dolly. That, that was at, uh, I'm not sure if that was when I was, I went to his house a few times, brought different people to his house, and um, uh, I met his, oh, I met his wife and uh, Leela Ali. She was like maybe not 10 years old. Okay. I thought I was the one that influenced her to get into by me being a female, and I, and I told her, okay, put up your dukes. You know, that, that's what they used to say years ago. Put up your dukes. I told her to put up your dukes. I said, hit my hand. You know, things like that. And, you yeah. know, the mother was right there, you know. And uh, so I thought that I influenced her. But she said that her father's the one that got into boxing. So I, I guess I can't take credit for that. Oh, man. Yeah, <laughs> I would love to ask her that, too, if she remembers. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure she does. If she was nine or 10, she definitely remembers, I'm sure. Yes, yes. Man, I would love to answer that question. Yes, please. Yeah, sip, sip, sip. I'm going to have to get with one of my friends that knows her and have her ask them. Yes. If she remembers doing that with you. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, what's next, Eric? Oh, uh, that the, the guy that I was telling you that's a writer on the glasses on the top that's chris yes yeah and you already know melissa now the thing is i had a talk with melissa not too long ago and she was talking about her husband that has dementia yes i was telling her about my mom that had dementia and then you said your mom had dementia yes so um all of us have someone that had that and we're going through things you know yeah 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 definitely um a very very rough disease um yeah i wish they could find a cure for it yeah they're finding something you know there's some progress being you know uh i read yeah and then melissa was telling me about you know the things you eat different things you do that could you know help you know because i was telling her that you know i'm up in age you know so you know it's a little scary you know yeah. but she was telling me what to do to you know to protect myself and all that so yeah absolutely oh, oh, and then the lady on the right that's calling my home attendant my okay home, nice my home health aide she's been with me seven years she's oh she's been wonderful and uh, uh, she's she's a, a sweetheart. She's my family because I tell everybody uh, 
when I tell everybody I don't have family, I listen, Brooke, I lost my, I lost my father. I lost my sister. I lost my brothers, my aunties, my whole family, all the people that I used to share Easter, Christmas, all the holidays with, I don't, I do not have anymore. Yeah. So, really, really there for me, Bishop. You know, I am family, you know, and, I, and she's like my daughter. I call her my daughter. I call, yeah, really. I call Sue Fox my sister. Yeah. Because, so Sue Fox lo lost her sister and I lost mine. So we call each other sisters. Yeah. Well, you know? I, and I tell the uh, Sue and everybody else, I feel like every female athlete that's a boxer, I mean, 99% of the ones that I've met, I could, we consider all of them like, we're all like a sisterhood mm -hmm. because we've no. all been through the same things or similar right. things. So I think it's kind of like a sorority or a sisterhood. Right. But you know, I agree with you, but there was a time that uh, in the gym in Los Angeles, there was two uh, female boxers. Uh, they they had a, a, a boxing outfit with Confederate flags on Oh. Yeah. And they wore that in a, in, and so that, well, maybe they changed their attitude or I don't know what happened with that particular thing, but that, that happened. Yeah, no, that's not good. No, you know, but, uh, but, but Christopher, he's a writer and uh, a historian and, uh, and, and, and I mean, really, really helpful with women's boxing. He's, he wants to do a story on you and, you know, you said before that would be okay. Yeah, and, absolutely. And he and, and and he and you should see some of his writing. I mean, these are superb writings. And I know that Melissa also. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Writing, you know, and um, and Carmen, uh, she she she's uh, into Mary Kay products. She cooks and and does all. I mean, she does all kind of, of things. You. Know? You know, so um, she, she's a good person to know too. A very good. Absolutely, totally. He's from the Dominican Republic. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a it's a it's it's amazing that you found such a good caregiver because I mean they're not all yeah. they're they're not all great. You know what? And she, let me tell you, believe it or not, how, okay, I have to take the accessory. I don't know if they. You know, are you familiar with? The accessory is a van for handicapped people. Okay, yeah. Okay, so we take that there. And uh, uh, because she's uh, so pretty, the, I get treated well. You know, they, they let me out of a different place. And I said, well, Lord, let me out here they, where they're not supposed to. They'll let me out there. They'll do different, you know. And even the, the, the super, he'll do extra favors for me and different other people because, uh, you know, so she, you know, I have that advantage. Right. You know? Yeah. That's awesome. That's so awesome. Yeah. Um, and I'm glad she helped us get the show done today. So that's awesome too. Yeah. That's another thing. She, she helps me with all of the stuff like that, all the, the, the mechanical, all the things like that, you know, I wouldn't be able to do, it, you know, we wouldn't be able to do it without her. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Eric, what else you got for us? The Sue Fox. Yep. That's me and my sister. You know, uh, yeah, so yeah, I'm 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 happy to 
have met her so much with her, you know, uh, with all the things that she's doing to promote, still promote women's boxing, you know, and let, let people know that we're out there. We're here. We're here. Absolutely. Still to this day. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, everybody, I think I say this on every show, but WBAN.com, if you want to know anything about women's boxing or any of the fighters, visit WBAN.com. Um, that is like the one and only real women's boxing site. Mm -hmm. um, Eric, what's next? Well, there she is. Oh, is that Leela? Leilali, yeah. Yeah, that's me and Leela. Have a little tiny story to tell you. You know, uh, my home attendant was trying to uh, uh, take uh, pictures. You know, and the glare for some reason the light glare was messing up the picture. So uh, Leela Lee took over. She said, "Oh, it's just like a like as if she was a professional photographer." She said, "Okay, now you stand here and you do this and you do." It was, a, you know, and a lot of people in her position could have said, you know, well, that's your problem. I took a picture. Goodbye, you know. But she made sure we were able to get the picture. Yeah, that's awesome. She sat there and, and directed us how to do it. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was so nice. She was so, you know, you know, uh, and I want her to know that. I, you know, I would like to ask her about when she was a little. Yeah, girl. I would love to know that. I'm gonna I'm gonna talk to one of my uh, friends that yeah. talks to her and see if we yeah. can ask that question. If I if I figure yeah. it out, I'll definitely let you know. Okay, um, Eric, what's the next one? That was at the the boxing hall when I got my the first belt that I ever had in my life after all the 40, maybe 40 years, yeah. you know, without, without a, a belt or a, a trophy or something else. And that was my, oh, that was, oh, it, it, uh, you know, Roy Jones Jr. Yes. And my home attendant, they had, they had to help me I almost fainted. Almost. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they had to hold, kind of hold me up. And uh, I was, uh, it was the, it was like a moment of a lifetime. Yes. No. And uh, oh boy, I had no idea that it was coming. Well, that was that uh, was an amazing surprise and an honor. Yeah. But you yes. deserve it. Oh, finally got you. your belt. I finally got my after all after all those years. Yes. That's amazing, amazing, amazing. Um, Eric, what's next? Oh, that's my home health aid. And we call it home health aid because it has to help me with um, my sugar, you know, the diabetes, mm -hmm. and, and the high blood pressure. Yeah. And she has, she's like a nurse, like a nurse. Yeah. So, and it has to help with all of that. Okay, then I met Barbara, Barbara Butcher. Yeah. I think in her 90s. Yeah. Uh, oh, it was a, a real pleasure meeting her. She's done so much for women's boxing even before before yes. me. You know, I didn't even know about her. I learned about her, you know, and uh, uh, 
she's also promoted women's boxing, you know, uh, uh, her and Jimmy Finn. Yes. They both promoted women's boxing. So they, they're both, you know, uh, really good people. Now she moved back to her country, uh, uh, Europe. Yes. She, she moved to be with her family. And so, and I asked, I always ask Jimmy how she's doing. She's happy now and, and her family taking good care of her. So I'm happy about that. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I think that was the last of the photos. Um, so I do always ask um, people, what is the message that you would like to give to all the listeners around the world? And um, even like the young female fighters that are up and coming on the boxing scene, what's a good message you like to send to everybody? Well, before before I do that, I'd like to say, Brooke, you know, you, you were a great lightweight. You were lightweight, right? By the way, yeah, my, my title's at lightweight, yes. Yeah, you were a great uh, uh, lightweight and won the WBC title. And I would like to congratulate you on your induction into the Women's Boxing Hall of Fame. And I also heard that you were in the army. Did you? You were you in the army? I was. Yes, I'm an army veteran. Yes. Oh my goodness! I have to salute you then. Yeah, well, I appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs> yes, that's where I met my husband. So before boxing wow. was the army. Yes. Wow. And then you have a podcast and a family. So you 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 have a. a, a Many hats. Many hats. Do. Yes, and we have Many. our own barbecue business, like a pop-up truck. Oh. So, yeah, we do. It. I'm busy, but I'm trying to squeeze it all in there. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I appreciate so, that. That means a lot to me. Thank you for saying that. I appreciate it. Oh yeah, and uh, uh, I would like to say that um, I, I'm happy to have made a contribution, you know, so that the women are of today can make millions and uh, uh, have fights that's, you know, in the big arenas and, 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 and doing much better than, than I, I was at, at that time. So, but I'm glad and I'm grateful. Yes. You know, yeah. Absolutely. Um, was there anything that I didn't bring up or I didn't touch on that you wanted um, to let people know before we finish the show? Uh. Uh, no, not, not only that I'm, that I'm, uh, I'm, I'm grateful, you know, uh, and I thank you too for uh, the podcast and for inviting me, you know, on the show. Yeah, it's definitely uh, been a pleasure. It's been my honor to have you on the show. Um, it means the world to me, really, really does. Um, you're definitely an icon. Um, one of the best there ever was. So what can, I mean, I, I'm just, I love doing this um, and getting, like I said, I, I do a lot of research on everybody that I have on the show, but I feel I learned something new about every single person that comes on. Um, right. Yeah. So I appreciate you for taking the time to share your story with the world um, and to, to tell some of the, the nitty gritty behind the scenes stuff that we have to go through. Yeah. Um, I, I just feel like people need to know that. Um, cause I always have, anytime I talk to like amateur fighters or young fighters, their question always is like, what should I expect? Or what, what is like, what do I have to look forward to? And I feel like we just need to be honest with them and let them know that it's not all rainbows and yeah. hearts. Like there's a lot of crap that you're going to deal with and that you're going to see that's unfair and unjust and just crap. Yeah. <laughs> really. Um, and it's, it's, 
when they say blood, sweat, and tears, it's yeah. blood, sweat, and tears because yeah. you're going to cry probably more than you're going to smile if you're in the sport of women's boxing. Yes. Um, but in the end, it happened to me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, seriously, I'm not even kidding. That's so true. Um, just because you feel like you're just, you're being crushed and like yeah. taken any other way than you're already taking the crap from. Yeah. Um, but we do it because we love it. Um, and for me, the icing on the cake was I made making the hall of fame. It made it all worth it. Right. Um, so, you know, but you just, you got to stick with it and follow your dream and bear through it. If that's what, that's what your dream, that's where your dreams are leading you. Um, but it's not going to be all pretty. And I think people need to know that um, going in because I wish people would have told me that ahead of time. And I might've been able to deal with some of the situations I dealt with a little bit differently um, had I known ahead of time that those things were happening. Um, but so that's kind of the goal of the podcast is to let people know like all the not so great stuff and some of the good stuff and you know, what to look out for um, to prepare them. Um, but yeah, once again, I appreciate you so much for taking the time to be here with me today. If I get some of those answers for you, um, I will definitely let you know. Um, if you need anything at all, you're always welcome to reach out to me. Um, and everybody, um, just so that you know, if you want to share with people, I will share this um, post once um, my air guy, Eric, gets it to me and let everybody know that it's still going to air normal time, 8.30 p.m. tomorrow um, on my live time. So you can let people know if they want to watch it. And um, we'll talk to you again soon, I'm sure. Okay, that sounds sounds like a winner all right thank you so much for joining me have a You're great welcome. night thank you you too all right thank you you and your family you too you too thank you so much all righty bye-bye oh. all right everybody thank you so much for joining me tonight on no punches pulled with no mercy um sorry once again it was a pre-recorded show um Miriam needed a little assistance, um, so we had to do a pre-recording um, to give her someone there to give her some assistance, her um, home aid. Um, but we will be back live again next week. Um, so please make sure you guys, if you have any questions, do still put them in the comments. Um, my guys will get me the questions. I will get them answered for you. Um, I appreciate you tuning in as always. And uh, make sure that you are liking, subscribing, and sharing the episodes. Um, let's get more people in here every work let, week. Let's get the word spread. Um, if you guys have any questions, of course, always comment, reach out to me. You can find me on any of my social medias. Um, Brooke, No Mercy, Deardorf, the podcast page, No Punches Pulled with No Mercy. Um, reach out, send me a message, um, give me a comment. Let me know how you guys are liking the show. Uh, but do make sure that you guys are staying informed on who's going to be on the show every week by following my social media pages. Uh, Marion Trimiar also has a page on Facebook. Um, if you guys want to reach out and send her a request or um, follow her career and, and all that there too as well. But remember, join me again next week. We'll be back right here, same time, same place with no punches pulled, with no mercy. We will see you all next week.